I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to 20s Are Hard, our fortnightly podcast on surviving your 20s. So, how have you been? I feel like this has been um, a very big week for you. Yeah, it has been. Um, pretty. We alluded to it at, in the last episode. Yes. Um, we said that we had something pretty big to announce. Um, so this, it sounds like I'm pregnant. <laughs> I know, I just thought that it sounds like we're going to have a baby. I'm not. not. Are we? No babies. Yes, we are having a baby together. <laughs> There are no babies. Now my news is much less exciting. Well, I'm sorry about that. I think it's very exciting. No, it's still exciting. I don't it's actually very want a baby exciting. yet. Thank you. It's very, very exciting news. Um, yeah, this week I gave my notice in at work um, because I will be moving to Australia in September. <sighs> it's so scary, but it's very, very exciting. Um, it's been in the pipeline for a long time, so it's getting very real now, but... I've handed in my notice and everyone at work knows about it and obviously everyone else in my real life knows about yes. it as well. I didn't tell work and then, surprise, tell everyone else no. Can you imagine if this is how you told me? <laughs> Just cash. Oh my God, I should have. No, I shouldn't have recorded. No, that was, I'm telling I was you, that was, that was... So I've known since, you told us when, March? Yeah. And um, there was a lot of ugly crying. A lot of ugly crying. I mean, I'm nothing but happy for you, though. I'm so, so, so excited for you. Thank you. But I've decided not to deal with the fact that my best friend is moving to the other side of the world. I'm just going to ignore it. It's like a healthy, you know, responsible adult should. (laughs) To be fair, I don't really think I've dealt with it because I've just been dealing with, like, the practicality side of it. And then for the first time, I said goodbye to some family members a few weeks ago that I know I won't see again before I go. And that was, like, the first time it's hit me. And I cried then. And now since then, I've been crying at the stupidest things ever. <laughs> like, I just think about the fact that I'm going to miss, like, a friend's birthday or Christmas with my family. Like, I'm thinking about those things and I'm crying about them. Yeah. I, I just haven't... Like, obviously I'm aware that you're going to Australia and that's a long way, but I ha- it hasn't occurred to me that you're then in Australia. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, you're going on holiday. Yeah. And you'll I do- be back. But, I mean, you'll be back eventually, but... Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's, that's the thing. I'm not moving permanently. So Taylor and I are going to Australia together. Um, it'll be the first time we're actually able to be in the same place for like long term, basically, and be able to live together, um, which is part of the reason why we're going. Um, exciting. So yeah, but we will be back. It's not. It's not a permanent move. Just a couple of years and see yeah, what happens. Lots of adventures. But good yeah. excuse to visit Australia. Oh yeah, I mean everyone needs to come and visit. Yes. I mean, I'm inviting everyone, every single person who now knows. I'm like, well, if you're that direction in the world in the next couple of years, I could I could have like 50 people coming to visit. I mean, I won't, but <laughs> I've invited everybody. It's mad. It's come around so quickly as well. Yeah. And you guys have been waiting for this for so long. I'm just mm. so, I'm so, so excited for you. Oh, thank you. I think I'm just going to cry. A lot oh no, like crying is fine. We're going to... We're having a leaving day in a few weeks with our other friends and I think it's just going to be a weekend where we all just cry. I think we need to just probably not expect to leave the house too much because it'll yeah. just sort of be a lot of ugly crying. Well, I've discovered rosé now as well, so... <laughs> My God, Charlotte had never had rosé before until yesterday. How do you get to your 25th, 26th year of life <laughs> without having drank rosé? Well, I thought I didn't like wine, so I just never tried it. And then three different types of... I mean, I know, I, but... for anyone who's a wine connoisseur out there, I've, I've, <laughs> three I've just upset them so much. I understand there are lots of different types of wine. I'm talking about colours. <laughs> Specific colours. I don't know, I, I hate red wine. I don't really like white wine. I don't mind it. I've, I've become accustomed to Prosecco and Champagne. I can cope with Champagne. 
Oh um, yeah, starling, I can as well. Um, but I, yeah, I've never had rose into you, so it's quite nice, isn't it? I can't understand the hype. I think like whispering angels are one everyone drinks. I feel like that. I see a lot of that on Instagram, so maybe I need to get onto that. I've never heard of that before. That sounds like. I don't know if it's awful or if it's really good. I just hear people talking about it. So I always hear white zinfandel. That. That's what. So that's I what was... Becky asked me if I'd have. Barefoot. <laughs> to be fair, barefoot is very fruity, but I've probably just yes sinned against the wining community. I have so no suggested idea. Barefoot to I think one. the one I had was a Pinot Grigio. Yeah, that's fine. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, why. I think that's basically what a barefoot is, but I think it's a barefoot. A barefoot. <laughs> The barefoot is it barefoot as in like I've not got a shoe on or barefoot as in like grizzly bear's paw? Um, bear as in naked foot. Okay, fine. Yeah. Maybe we should pick some up later. I mean, I'd be down. I really like it. Okay, Mum used to buy it for me every time I came home. Aww. Mum, why don't you... No, you don't ask you that. Why don't you buy me barefoot anymore? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she but... knows my taste is for Prosecco. <laughs> classic. Classic girl. Classic, classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, Helly is moving to Australia. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. I am very pleased for you. Podcast-wise, we do have plans. So the podcast will not end um, because we will be an international podcast. Yeah, we have put a plan in place. We'll be working around it. Um, it'll be more of a challenge for us with the time difference. Yeah, well, once you're there, it won't be. Yeah. But it's going out there because you're it's... not just catching a straight flight to Australia, of course. No, obviously not. No, um, we're, we're actually taking 10 flights on the way out there. <laughs> Um, sorry, global warming. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I've offset my carbon footprint almost. Um, yeah, so we're stopping at a few places on the way out. So that will be the bit that's a bit more tricky. So we're gonna. We've kind of got a couple of plans, but there might be a couple of episodes kind of towards end of October that might not be of the usual kind of format or standard but we will be getting something out so yeah. please bear with us and we will still be talking about topics and yeah as usual if there are things that you want us to cover we would love to record those yeah. um and questions and if you want to see what Helly's doing go and follow her on instagram at helena bradbury um, oh thanks for the plug that's all right <laughs> <laughs> but i'm sure we're everyone's just gonna when it's the middle of winter here and we're facing bleak weather and it's cold and it's miserable and you're saying how you're on a beach in Melbourne, I might hate you a bit, but... I mean, it is my life goal to escape the winter. I know. I did think that this week. I was like, I'm so, I can't believe summer's coming to an end. You must be hating this. And then I was like, oh, actually. Someone actually said that to me at work You've yesterday literally, when they like, found out. planned it. You're like, oh, yeah. she you're, was like, you're chasing the sun. Yeah, she was like, you're following summer. I was like, thank you for noticing. Yes, it is my life goal <laughs> to follow summer. <laughs> then when you come back, you're going to have to do a double winter. But Not if I time it right. <laughs> Also, you'll be just pleased to see everyone, so it'll be fine. Yeah, that is true. Anyway, how are you? What have you been up to? I mean, my, my couple of weeks have been very vanilla in comparison to that. I have not planned to move abroad or anything like that. Um, and what have I been up to? Oh, I had a really lovely weekend last weekend because Alex has now moved. Yeah. I'm the only one not moving. He is no longer living in the north. He's now living in Devon, as you do. Um, so he came, like, he moved down via home. So we had a really lovely weekend together. And we, what did we do? We went out for a lot of food. We just ate so much. I spent the weekend oh, so good, eating though. so much. We went to, went for a walk around Bedgebury Planetarium, which is one of my favourite places. And then we went to see The Lion King. Oh, how was that? I had very, very low expectations because I really like The Lion King. Like, I mean, like most of the population, that isn't really like a, a very me specific thing. But I had very low expectations because I've not really liked any of the live action Disney movies yet. Yeah. I've not really been mm. a fan. 
and I kind of just thought I'm probably not going to really enjoy it, but actually it surpassed my expectations. Um, Timon and Pumbaa stole the show, and they did the original, but yeah. they were so funny, and the music was great, and I can't stop singing Elton John's new song for it. I think I've driven Helly a bit bad this morning singing it. To be fair, now I've listened to some of the music from it, I do love it as well, but I've not seen it yet. I was on the fence about whether I wanted to it's- go and see it. I wouldn't say go and pay to see it. I'd say, like, wait until you're on the plane and it's on a plane. Mm. Or, I mean, like, it's on Netflix or something like that. Like, it's a really lovely film, but you know what happens. It's The Lion King. I mean, I've not watched it because I had, like, the childhood trauma. Where oh, I didn't watch it as a child. I didn't see The Lion King till the first time until I was, like, in my 20s. See, I always... Well, I watched it a few times as a child and I was so traumatised by it. And I associated crying at it, like, so much that I never watched the movie again. <laughs> so since I was a young kid, I've... Oh, you know, you know what I'm like now. I don't. I hate watching movies that set out to make you cry. Yeah, I don't watch crying movies. I don't see the point. There's enough sadness in the world. I'm not going to watch my yeah. sister's keeper. So clearly, this came from my youth because I knew that Lion King made me cry, and now to me, it's such a traumatic movie that I've never watched it again since. <laughs> Have you seen the stage show in the West End? Again, I saw that when I was very young. That's I don't brilliant. remember it. I think that's the best out of the three. I know that's controversial. No, that's that's fair. I think and that is the best. But I did that, and then. What else did we do? We didn't do a lot else. Did a bit of shopping on the Sunday. Just kind of mooched around. But it was really lovely. Nice just, to have a weekend together. Yeah, really nice to have a weekend together. Get some plans in the diary. So yeah, it's just kind of been that really. Should we move on to some recommendations? Yes. Uh, what's your first recommendation this week? So my first one is, um, this isn't a new thing. Most people have read it. It was the number one bestseller for weeks. So this isn't, this is a bit like when I recommended the Sarah Knight book. It's um, Michelle Obama Becoming. Oh, yes. So I really, really wanted to read this when, I, when it came out, but it's a long book. Like, it's a huge book. So I basically, I, I was like, I'm never going to finish it because I'm not that, I'm not, I'm not not into reading, but I really have to be in the right mindset to read it. And I knew because yeah. it's so long, I would never take it with me on a train or anything like that. So it'd only be in the evenings, it'd take me years to get through. So I decided to listen to the audiobook. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I don't really understand how Audible works, but I've discovered it again. And I had a credit, so I bought the book. Yep. I don't know what any of this stuff means, but I, I bought the book. Um, and I've been listening to it, and it's like 19 and a half hours long. Like, it is a huge it's book. It's mad. God. I'm about three or four hours in now, I think. So I've got to the part where she's just met Barack. Aww. Like, they've literally just met. So cute. Um, and it is just such a lovely book. And it's it's so detailed. Like, the, the level of detail and the amount that she shares about her life is incredible. And it really makes you understand her as a person. And it's so interesting, like, her work, like, learning about her work ethic is the most inspiring thing. And how successful she's been, because I think a lot of people know her as the First Lady. Yeah. And it's, like, Michelle and Barack, whereas actually she's an incredible woman who has achieved so much. She's really made a name for herself. Yeah, and she's just so intelligent, so kind, and so a really inspiring book to read or listen um, so I'm working my way through it, and I would, yeah, I'd really recommend it if you're just looking for, it's, mm. also she reads the book, and she's got a very calming voice, I find, so it's quite nice to listen to. I feel like that's a lot more personal as well, if it's actually her reading yeah. her own story. But she's coming to the UK, I think she's, or maybe she's already been, it was definitely she this did, summer. So she has done a tour, I know some people who went, and I was very jealous that they got tickets oh, for Yeah, I would love to go. Um, but I don't know if she's coming back, that would be amazing. Maybe she is, maybe, I don't know. But it's just really interesting. I um I got into it because on the BBC Sounds app, they have like a preview of like five different chapters. 
so you can listen to like an hour of the book basically oh that's good um because i wasn't sure if i'd like want to listen you know sometimes biographies you're like this sounds great and then you listen to it and you're a bit like oh. yeah i've never really been a fan of biographies so the but... bbc sounds like is quite a nice way of listening to little bits and pieces of it oh, and that's okay. free and then i went and bought the book so yeah I've been very much enjoying that. What about you? What's your first recommendation? My first recommendation is a podcast. I feel like you're going to love I'm so this. excited because Helly's been alluding to this over the past couple of days and she won't tell me what it is and I'm very excited. Oh, So I, I have to say I did not discover this. Someone at work told me about it in light of me having given my notice. <laughs> um, and it's so it's called There Are Other Ways. Ooh. And it's, I can't remember her name. Hang on. Her name is Fiona Barrows. And it's basically a pod, it's a weekly podcast um, for people brave enough to explore a less well-trodden path in life. Oh, I love this. And basically every week she interviews someone who is living life a little bit differently. So it says whether it's traveling the world, setting up your own creative business, or simply refusing to judge yourself by someone else's definition of success, doing things differently can be a little scary, lonely, and confusing. But hearing other people's stories of how they've done it and lived to tell the tale can help. That's what this podcast is for. And I absolutely love it. It's just, it's like sitting in a room and listening to just being part of a chat with your friends. But it is so inspiring. And especially to hear women who have been completely confident to follow a path that is just well, outside of the norm and all of the very like normal human emotions that you would go through oh there's one on with lucy sheridan i'm looking through the yes yeah. now i can't wait for that one i love her and sarah tasker I love yeah her as i'm well. part way through the sarah tasker one do you listen to her podcast i've not religiously but i've really listened like to bits that. yeah yeah um, link that as well but yeah it's just it's a very i don't want to say comforting because that's not the right thing but if you're feeling like you're doing something a little bit different and obviously that is scary Hearing other people talk about having those same emotions is a very like reassuring thing that it's okay yeah. to be afraid. It doesn't mean what you're doing is wrong. I like that. I'm going to give that a listen. I've been looking for some new podcasts. I haven't really added any new ones into my rotation recently. So I will get listening yeah, to that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, what's your second recommendation? I'm going to have to get up and get it. Okay. Bear with me. One sec. Right, I'm back. <laughs> and I've got my jeans. So I hate shopping for jeans, as we know. Yeah. We've discussed this before. I, I live in jeans, but shopping for them is one of the more traumatic things in the world. Okay. Bit dramatic. Like, <laughs> traumatic in terms of buying clothes. You know, okay. Well, again, that's... Anyway, let's just carry on. Um, but I found the perfect pair of blue denim jeans. Tell me more. So, they are from Marks & Spencer. And actually, I'm becoming quite a Marks & Spencer fan. M&S is great. I, their white t-shirts are also the best white t-shirts ever discovered. And they have, like, different styles of them now it's mm. brilliant but these jeans are the relaxed slim and I went down a size because they're quite a loose fitting jean and I didn't uh, want okay. them to get very very baggy so I sized down to a size 8 and I got a long and what leg length am I I'm a 32 I'm like a 33 leg really and these are in, these are like the perfect length because I can roll them up a bit and they don't look too short and all that kind of thing mm-hmm. um, but they're very like a, they're quite a baggy fit around the lower leg Oh, okay, they're a straight yeah. leg jean. Well, they're relaxed, slim. Yeah. Pretty much the same thing. Uh, but they're just so soft. They are like the softest denim. Oh, they are soft. Like, think how long I sat in them last night. Like, we were chilling on the sofa. That's I was just true, sat actually. in my jeans all evening. Yeah. So they re- they have a really nice give to them. They've got a little bit of distressing around the bottom, which I like. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah. of a bit edgy. Yeah, I like um, them. They look good. They are so comfortable and they were £25 and they're part... 
and they're part of the Sustainable Cotton Initiative as well. Oh, I love so that. They're better for the environment. They're a good price. They're not going to break the bank. I'm not into. I'm not into the idea of spending hundreds on denim. I no. think you don't need to. No. Um, but they are better quality than some of the other jeans I have had in the past. So yeah, I would really, really recommend. I was devastated. Again, slightly dramatic. Um, when I discovered they didn't come in other colours. Because I plan to go That's back and sad. get black and white and like a really dark blue, but they don't come in any other colours and this is just like a very... They might bring them out. I hope they do. Um, but this is like a very standard blue denim wash with some lightning like across the bum and down the thigh. So a very standard neutral blue. Mm-hmm. But that perfect kind of whatever time of year denim. Yeah, they look too good. Summery. So yeah, I love them. I'm obsessed with them and it's all I've worn. Um, just hit the jeans so sorry if you heard that noise <laughs> um, so what's your final recommendation my final recommendation is um, something that I've discovered recently and I absolutely love it and it's called Ecosia I don't know if you've heard of it no so it's actually a search engine and they I know I have heard of this but I haven't used it yet it is so good so basically it's it's a, cer- a search engine you can set it as your default and they use all of the ad revenue from your searches to plant trees around the world. And that's not all they do as well. They have loads of other initiatives in countries around the world um, to do with a, um, clean water supply, education. If you go onto their website, they they show you everything that they do. And they also publish all of their financial reports. Amazing. So you can actually see. like they're, they're basically about being fully transparent about how much of the ad revenue is going into where and where the tree's being planted. And you can see the number when you're searching, you can see the number going up on the screen, how many trees they plant. They've got all of the stats on there. You would love it. There's graphs. I'm literally downloading the app for Android as we speak. Yeah. So there's an app um, on mobile and there's also a Google Chrome extension that you can add as well. Plus obviously you can make it your default browser if you want. Um, I think it runs, it piggybacks off the back of something. I think it's Yahoo or something like that. So it yeah. is It is a fully functioning search engine. Yeah, it must be because that's the other search engine that comes up when you, um, yeah. so it, when you open it. It's not like some kind of niche search engine. Like it is fully functioning off the back of another larger one. But it's just, it's a very small change that you could make to your day. Like think how many times you pick up your phone and just quickly Google something. It's so good. And now you can pick up your phone and quickly look something up on Ecosia and it's going to plant trees for you. So I'm on it now and it says 63.3 million trees have been planted. So yeah. when this goes live, it'll be much higher than that. Yeah. And it's it's just one of those really small things that you can do that I think is a nice, a nice change to have, especially how much I look stuff up on a daily basis. I love that. That is one of those really quick, actionable changes that you can make that makes a big yeah. difference. Ooh. And their website has loads of info on as well. There's so much stuff on there. I was on there for ages, just kind of looking up different things. And well, That's now my browser of choice on my phone. I'll make it on my laptop as well. Oh, nice. I love that. Fitting. Amazing. Shall we move on to this week's topics? We thought it was quite a fitting one for this week, given that Helly has just shared that she will be moving. So this week's topic, um, we decided that in light of me moving away, it would be very fitting to discuss uh, long distance friendships. So we know that friendships are something that we've kind of discussed before. And long distance relationships. And long distance relationships, actually. Yeah, we've discussed both of those before. But I think it's something that a lot of people do experience in their 20s, particularly, I mean, obviously throughout life, but after university and school mm. and you're in very close proximity to all your friends, there's a lot of changes going on in your 20s that mean 
you're not always seeing each other on a daily or a weekly basis like you were maybe used to before. Sorry, that was a really bad time for me to stop talking. No, it's fine. Yeah, I think when you're kind of at uni or you're at school, you see each other all the time. And even after that, you, you might live near people. But then as you kind of get on with your own lives and you move for jobs or you move countries, whatever it is, you naturally start to get further away. And I think it can be so difficult to maintain a strong friendship when you're not seeing someone really regularly. And you kind of have to adjust how you how you build that relationship and what you do with it to stay in touch regularly and but also not feel like you're interrupting someone else's life by yeah. being like constantly like just yeah. there being like when can we meet up when can we meet up because I think when you're at uni and you're at school it's it's kind of like all the hard work is done for you it, yeah. it's not that you're being lax in your friendships but obviously it's very easy to say to someone oh let, shall we pop into town this weekend or let's grab a coffee at lunch so as you all kind of move away go wherever jobs partners whatever's going on in your lives you have to become more aware and more conscious of the changes that you need to make to still keep those people in your lives yeah like when we were at uni we I could literally wake up on a Saturday morning and be like should we get breakfast together yeah it took no planning whereas now we have to put something in the diary a few weeks in advance so it's definitely it's a very different dynamic yeah definitely and it is it's one of those things about growing up, isn't it? And yeah. <laughs> obviously it happens. And further on from your 20s, it's then people getting married and having children and whatever the situation may be, it's, it's just adapting your friendships for, for that. Yeah, definitely. I think something we've both learned is that if you want to make a friendship work, you both have to put in the effort. Like it is just as much your responsibility as it is someone else's. And when you know you won't see people as often, that can feel a bit difficult. But there are so many ways in which you can still stay in touch, especially now with like WhatsApp and even voice notes. I do quite like a voice note now and again. I know you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit annoying with voice notes sometimes. <laughs> um, but I think it's quite nice sometimes to like actually hear someone's voice if you don't have time for a phone call. Yeah, I mean... It's, quite, it's just a fun way to interact with someone that's a bit different. And I think we, we've got all of this technology and all of these ways to speak to people. Some of that effort in terms of how you keep in touch has been done for us so we yeah make most of that yeah oh definitely I think it's I don't think distance can be an excuse anymore if you no. are both wanting to make that friendship work then there are such easy means to do that and I think it like it sadly it does happen that friendships don't always last and that's perhaps because like both sides haven't fully kind of realise that they need to put that effort in. Yeah. But it's even, like, I have one friend who we Skype quite often, we grab a beer and we sit on Skype. And just things like that, it's, what, half an hour, an hour out of your evening. And it's a nice way to just catch up face-to-face with someone. So I think you don't have to put, like, this massive weekend into the diary. I know we often try and do weekends together. But the times in, in between, you don't need to see each other and mark a whole weekend aside and things like that. There are little things that you can do just to to show you're thinking about that person and that you're yeah. working to keep that friendship. Yeah, it's like one of our friends recently got a new job. Very exciting. And it's like, I'm going to send her a card. Because if we, were, if we were still living together, I'd just pop a card next yeah. to her door. I'm like, well, I'll just post it to her instead. And I know yeah. it really meant a lot to her. And it's it takes no time for me. But it's a nice thing to do. It's a small gesture that is actually yeah. shows you're thinking of someone. It's very really thoughtful. And it's like when I'm walking home, I have quite a long walk home every evening. So I'll just like pick a friend and I'll call them. 
and it like fits nicely into my schedule because normally they're at home or they're commuting too. Yeah. And you can just be like, oh, do you want to call later? And I did it a couple of weeks ago with a friend actually, and I was like, I, I, something had happened. And I really wanted to talk to someone about it. And instead of texting it all out, I was like, actually, can I call you when I'm walking home? And then we ended up being on the phone for like an hour and just catching up at everything that was going on. Yeah. And it was so nice to just fit it into the diary because we're all busy. We're all, we've all got stuff going on. Yeah. But I think it's, if you put something in the, di- the diary, you're so much more likely to stick to it. Yeah. And we've said that as well, especially with me moving and the time difference. There are... There are actually ways that it could be easier to fit into your yeah. schedule by doing things like that. I mean, like, me and Taylor, while we've been living apart, my evening is him, like, on his way to work. So I'll talk to him when he's on his way to work and I'm cooking dinner, things like that. And it's the same with friendship. It doesn't need to feel like a chore. You can yeah. quite easily, yeah, you'll work, walk back from home. Mine's often when I'm on my way to the gym and things like that. It's... It's what suits your life still, but you're still prioritising those friendships. I think as well, part of it is not doing things differently in that, like, if I see something cute online that I would have sent you, still send it to you. Oh, yeah. Or if I think of something that's happened in my day that I want to tell you about something that's annoyed me, just still send it to you. If you're asleep or you're at at work, you'll just respond later, which is what you would do anyway. Mm. Like, if I text you at 9pm, I don't expect a response straight away. Yeah, and it's it's no different in that. And that's what's our, like our group chats like that as well. Anyone that wants to stick anything in there, or a picture, or a photo, or just like something that's happened in their day. Obviously, we're not all online at the same time, but people yeah. reply to it when 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 they can. It's just it's nice to have that outlet because you're talking like you would when we were living together at uni, yeah. where you'd be in the same house as someone and go upstairs and see them, and be like, oh my god, guess what. You're doing the same thing and it's still maintaining that familiar, familiar, I can't say that word, familiarity. I've said it wrong, but I've said it very quickly. It's maintaining the familiarity. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's just maintaining those normal things, isn't it? That kind of your friendship was built on in the first place. Yeah, and not forgetting that. Like, I think you can very quickly think, oh, so much has changed. Like, I know when you said you were moving, one of the thoughts that went through my head is, shit, you're not going to want us around anymore because you're going to have this amazing life where you're doing all these really cool and exciting things and it's all going to change and will you still want like me being like, ah, I've just seen an accent or like I saw a cute corgi today. And I was like, well, actually, yes, because although the situation's changing, you're not changing. I'm not changing, yeah. Or not in like a negative way, like changing is in like personal growth, but that's what we're all doing constantly. So mm. Actually, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Like, I think it is kind of as big of a deal as you want it to be. Like, it's yeah. a big deal for us because I'm excited for you. And it's a really positive thing. But it doesn't have to be, like, the end of the world, catastrophic disaster. Like, oh, my God, you're yeah. leaving. And actually, I think I would be more upset if you stopped sending those things to me because I'd be like, oh, okay, something has changed in our friendship. Yeah. And this doesn't feel good. And being the worrier that I am, I'm already worried about the fact that they're all going to forget about me and I'm going to go away and they're all going to have moved on and I'm not going to be part of the group anymore. Obviously, I've thought about all of these things. I'm just going to do the podcast without you. This is a big ploy. See, like, you say this, you're like... <laughs> no one could like do it. Sweating. No one would listen. <laughs> Hi, I'm Charlotte. Twenties <laughs> 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 are hard. <laughs> but I think it's so easy to get yourself caught up in those things, isn't it? Especially when a friendship yeah. means a lot to you. And I, I really wouldn't want it to feel any different. Like, yes, I'll have an 11-hour time difference. I'm still going to reply to those funny dog photos. And, like, if 
any of us have had a stressful day I still want yeah. us all to put it into the group chat like it, and again it is the appearance of like online and when you just say you're moving to Australia but it still doesn't mean it's going to be like easy or plain sailing and I still no, want to know not. that I can anything that's upset me or stress me out I can still turn to you guys and I know that when you can you guys will reply to me and, and be there and that's yeah. that's what means the most to me and I think in some ways as well it's nice that you've kind of got 24-hour friendships like of course like if something happens at 2am at the moment I could call you and you'd pick up the phone but it's that thing of like you have friends in your time zone but friends in different time zones and you kind of constantly have people around you and I think it's yes it might not it might not be as easy for us to just meet up and catch up as it is now but there are other big benefits and it's how it's like anything in life it's how you view that situation you have to take the positives from it like this is a, an amazing opportunity for you two, but also it's a great excuse to come visit your side of the world. Like, Oh yeah, you've all got to come visit. <laughs> I think sometimes you, like, situations are so comfortable and so nice that you can just want to stay stuck in them forever and forget that actually that's not good for anyone. Because the selfish part of us all, I'm sure, would be like, I would rather you just stay. But yeah. that's not fair on you and mm. your life. And I think... It, you kind of you always want your friends to be doing what they want to be doing and improving their life and like going on their independent journey and it can be so nice to think oh, I don't want anything to ever change but actually if in five years time nothing had changed we'd all be miserable yeah so and it's not realistic to, to expect things to not change like obviously things are going to change regardless of whether or not it's in the in the same country or not there's people have lives they have children they move away they so many different things can happen that can yeah. affect a friendship, but it doesn't it doesn't affect the amount of effort that you put into it. Yeah, I think that's the thing because even like even in like long distance friendships, but if you have friends and like one of you has a baby or something or one of you goes and gets married, they're big life changes. Yeah. And it still has an impact, but it's then just saying, Oh, what do what can I do a bit differently or what do I need to do that's actually the same as we've always done to just maintain that? And yeah, and I always think that it's it's just about kind of adapting to people, different people's life situations. So whether that is instead of going out together on a weekend, instead of having a drink, instead of going out for a birthday meal, if instead you put in the diary that you're going to have a Skype catch up or you're going to have a quick phone call or whatever it is, again, it is that that making the effort and just from both sides. Yeah, definitely. Showing that you're thinking of that person and also thinking of their current life situation and what's what's helpful to them and maybe yeah going out for dinner is not convenient right now but that doesn't mean that you can't nurture that friendship I completely agree with you I think it's like the way like I'm not gonna give you a physical birthday present this year mm-hmm. because that's the most inconvenient thing I could do for you I'm also not expecting one <laughs> I've planned I've had a plan for months don't okay <laughs> um, but like it's kind of understand that I still want to like treat you to something but it's not like, if I give you a physical present, you're taking hand luggage, for Christ's sake. Like, that's that's not very... It's not a very considerate thing to do. You probably will yeah. do better having clothes and, like, clean pants than something from me. <laughs> um, I'm just guessing. But I think it's being really mindful of not necessarily always what you want from a situation, what is good for your friend as well, and still checking in and still making sure they're okay. Yeah. Because, like you said, like, you're going to have an amazing time, but it's life, so there'll be shit days. Yeah. That's and even just how life works. And that's just kind of general mental health awareness as well sending that text saying how are you can honestly mean the world to someone yeah 
like it doesn't it doesn't have to be a big that's the thing I think there's a lot of pressure as well to have some big old catch-up about everything that's going on and again sometimes maybe a one hour phone call is not something that can fit into someone's day right now but maybe just sending that text like just wanted to check in if you're okay how are you that still can mean so so much to someone yeah I know it does to me when friends get in touch with me and say that because I think especially if you're part of a group of friends you can spend a lot of time as a group and forget about like all the individual friendships within that yeah and I think what is lovely about having a big group of friends is that you do have those independent relationships and Mm. those memories together as well as as a group. I found that when we went to Malta and we were all like sharing different things, it was all done together, but maybe like it was like when you and I had gone to the Cotswolds for the weekend or when you and Asia were in like Romania or something and it was all these different stories that were all a bit different. And I think when you're in a big group, sometimes you can be like, oh, I've seen everyone, I've spoken to everyone. And then you go, actually, have I? And taking the time to just go, actually, I haven't had any one-on-one time with this friend for a while. While yeah. I'm busy, I think that they're busy, but I'll just drop them that text. There's those individual friendships within yeah. a group friendship. Yeah, and definitely. And I think that when you kind of come into like long-distance friendship, that becomes more apparent because you then have to... The group dynamic isn't going to work yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like You can't rely on, oh, we'll all get together. You have to individually put the effort in for each of those friends and be like, when are we going to see each other? How can we meet up? And also accepting that, particularly for a very big group of friends, maybe that's not going to be how it's always been. And some of those friendships will naturally become that bit stronger and some will not be as strong anymore. Mm-hmm. And just kind of riding that a bit and going, yeah. okay, that's fine. Because friendships go through different seasons anyway. But, like, I've got some, like, I went to uni and we had a really big group of friends. And some of the guys, like, we went down and saw a couple of weekends ago. Mm, yeah. And I was like, oh, not all of us are together. But also, the other side of me was like, but we're making just memories with us guys. And then I'll make memories with other people in the group another time. And that's really lovely. And yeah. that's just the reality of friendship. Like, that's not a bad thing that you can't all be together all the time. Yeah, that's the thing. Again, being aware that sometimes it is literally just not possible for you to all be in the same place but that again doesn't mean that the friends that aren't there it doesn't mean those friendships aren't any less valuable and it doesn't mean the effort shouldn't still be there yeah just because someone physically can't be there doesn't mean that you know like you said that relationship isn't as important to you or that you don't value it as much it's just life and I'm sure there are times it works on the other foot where you can't be somewhere, but the rest of your friends can get together. Yeah. And just saying that's the reality of if you're not if you're not living together, that's the reality of it, and that's yeah. fine. And just still putting in that effort and being like, okay, so maybe I didn't get to see so and so this weekend, but let's try and get something else in the diary in a few weeks' time so we still get to catch up. And just yeah. being really flexible with it. Yeah, definitely. So I think that wraps it up for this week. Um, obviously, it's a pretty big topic for us it's very current I feel like this has it? been therapy it's yeah. been great I feel very like it's been it's been this. nice to uh to talk it out just talk it out <laughs> we're gonna drink wine later and cry probably speak please no I will cry <laughs> definitely will we're cry we're gonna watch Crazy Rich Asians because I love that movie um yeah. and I'm sure we're like it's so sad <laughs> but um no we hope this this was interesting because I know that long distance friendship whether or not you're in the same country um it can be difficult yeah. um but as always, if you have any comments or any feedback, we would love to hear from you. And if there's any topics that you want us to cover as well, um, we'll be covering them between here and Australia. Yeah. So that would be exciting. I know. 
Um, so yeah, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do that either by email, which is 20sarhard at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram, which is at 20sarhard, or head over to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash 20sarhard. And if you feel like leaving us a review, we would love you forever. Yes. Um, five star, please. Five star would be ideal if you don't want to give five. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and if you um, unsubscribe is what I was going to say. Oh, there we go. There yeah. we go. Don't forget to subscribe. But um, we hope you've enjoyed this week, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time with our next topic. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.